the late night early morning show talks about related life experiences from humble upbringings to the hustles of big city living here are takes on news music careers and more welcome to the family One guy thinks he's badass, the other knows it. They run a podcast that will penetrate the ear hole and provide a new realm of all the pleasure never before imagined. Bust out the ear And remember, don't tense up, it's the Late Night Early Morning Show! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Late Night Early Morning Show. This is Augie Lopez saying, if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. To my left and always, I have my cousin and co-host, Isaiah Pacheco. Usually the bright, but whatever. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And directly in front of me, uh, we have Officer Garanza in the house from Bakersfield. Thank you for joining us, Officer. Oh, you are welcome. Can we just call you Officer and not your last name? Sure, that's fine. Thank you. you, What what did you want to call him? Officer you're not scared of? Oh, the, the only <laughs> the only officer I'm not scared of. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what brings you to Los Angeles, officer? My niece is having a one of these new age uh, baby showers where the uh, the husbands are invited. <laughs> yeah, I'm not down with that kind of shit. Uh, yeah. I got bamboozled into it. I think. I think the girls get together and they just decide that they want to shoot the the guys weekend as well. You know, they want to fuck up the guys weekend. Yeah, mm, yeah. It, you know what really sucked <laughs> is my dad got bamboozled into going to a wedding the day of uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather fight. <laughs> who who would do that to him? <laughs> my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's bullshit, right? No, but who would have their wedding on that day? Well, they they. They booked it ahead of time, not, know, not, not knowing that they're going to fight. You know what I'm saying? He probably had more yeah. fun at the wedding. So he probably of, did. So speaking of that fight, did anyone actually see the fight? Because I didn't. And all I heard was all just the backlash after the fight, which is basically saying that Pacquiao wanted to fight Mayweather like a man and Mayweather was running around. Well, it's kind of hard to fight like a man when you have a hurt shoulder and you don't tell anybody about it either. Mm, well, if, if uh, yeah, that sounds better, Gio. Um, so, so you agree that the fans should shoot, sue them? Sue Pacquiao? Well, I mean, you have to think about it from a loss perspective. I mean, you have people that that paid big bucks to, to, yeah, to watch sure. that fight. And it was on that, on a notion that you're going to, that, you know, both people were healthy and ready to go. 100%, yeah. And they hid that purposefully. Yeah, exactly. So I know. If you're, hiding, if you're hiding that purposefully, you know, you're doing that for revenue's sake. But if you're doing it under false pretense, yeah, there's probably there's probably some loss incurred there. I know that's kind of old. The Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, but... Oh, no, su- super old, yeah. But, yeah, I just, I just haven't seen it. I never saw it. haven't seen any rerun of it. Yeah. Basically, everyone said, that's why I watch MMA. Because yeah. The, uh, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah, hey, so like so since you're a police officer, how do you feel about everything that's going on in Baltimore? 
Oh man, or that went on in Baltimore. That went on. It's, <laughs> it's, still it's, going it's past on? now. <laughs> hey, I know I said this before, but the best fucking protester, the best protester that was right there was the Michael Jackson protester, dude. I have no idea what you're talking Th- about. That he got so pumped up because of the protesting and the right, he just started dancing like Michael Jackson, like doing the moonwalk yeah. and everything in the middle of a street. M- my favorite thing was the mother, uh, the mother who came in and found her son protesting, <laughs> beat the crap out of him. Smacked him around a little bit it for is everybody. Kind of, it is kind of nice to see that, but it's also pretty sad to see that at the same time. I I don't know if I think it's sad. I kind of feel like I'd like applaud that that lady for going out and getting her son and trying to get him in line. Get him to help. Well, I mean, he, she's just doing it with violence, so that's what people are saying. That like, why do you think that your son's out there? It's because this is what you showed him in the house. Well, I mean, what was he, 16, yeah. 17 years old? So yeah. you're, he's basically living out the product of, of his environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so... What kind of like any of us would have done at 16 right (laughs) i don't know if i would have you know jumped on cop cars and kicked in the windows yeah i would have done that dude i would not have kicked in no fucking cop cars so one of the the pictures that i liked seeing is uh i saw a picture where basically the community formed a line in front of the police in riot gear Uh and i just don't know i don't know what was happening there but i it it, when you look at the picture it, it looks it looks nice it looks like there's two things going on a that the community is preventing their their own from getting into any sort of uh, situation with the police that could be undesirable, mm-hmm. and or and you could look at it as them saying that we're gonna we're gonna handle this. This is our community, and and just trying to keep trying to keep it so that way it doesn't happen. It doesn't escalate into a bad situation. Yeah, it was it was definitely more symbolism. You know, seeing the line of of citizens in front of the cops because at that point the violence had already calmed down and. It was more just a symbol that, you know, the the majority of the people <coughs> like cops. Mm-hmm. Cops yeah. are an image of the majority of the community. So you have these, you know, obviously the, the protesters, you know, the rioters are the more <coughs> vocal group, but they're yeah. not the majority of the community. No. Yeah. Because everyone who doesn't want to be part of that is getting as far away from that as they possibly can. Not the Michael Jackson protester. That motherfucker was <laughs> on one, son. He was on it, dude. And he was doing all the kicks and everything. And he was like doing that shit with his hand. And, and <laughs> yeah, he was he was getting into it. <laughs> but there was something else that you guys, uh, you know, I was eavesdropping in on your guys' conversation. So now that we got started, you know, I don't know. This is your first time on it. So uh, everybody kind of sometimes gets nervous. So just a conversation that we're going to have back and forth. You can say whatever you want to say, do whatever you want to do, brother. Okay. You know what? Let's, uh, let's run it down really quick to you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to do something to you. All right. And these are supposed to be quick answers just so everybody can get to know you a little bit better right and, off the bat, and right. know where you're coming from. Okay. All right. Let's do you it. only get, you only get to shoot me the first time. Next time you're not special. Just yeah. <laughs> okay. So these are supposed to be answered as quickly as possible. Okay. Lightning round. Yeah. You ready? Yo, oh yeah. Okay. What's the best thing you can cook? Uh, packaged food. <laughs> what's one thing that you couldn't live without? Oh, TV. Okay, what's the most, uh, what would you like to tell yourself most at the age of 13? Ooh, at 13? Yeah. That was a pretty rough time in my life. Uh, Just hang in there. All right. Hang in there. (laughs) There it is. Uh, Where's your favorite place to be? My, where is my favorite place to be? Where? Uh, Like destination or what? Anywhere. Just, um. It could be on the toilet. It can be on. You know the, what? My yeah. wife, my, my wife would say that's definitely my favorite place because I spend about twenty to twenty-five minutes at a time there, and I read through all my stuff. Nice. That's my spot. What's the worst job you ever had? 
Oh, manual you, labor. <laughs> period? Like doing what, though? Oh, well, pulling orange, dead orange trees. Uh, oh, you know, my the tractor, God. Like wrapping chains around the trunks of the oh trees. I'd God. poison oak and all that stuff. Yeah, no bueno. And who's your favorite comedian? Ooh. I'm happy you it ended is. doing field work with no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. Okay, go on. Uh, well, I'm sorry, I was sidetracked <laughs> by ice. Um, if who's your favorite comedian? Oh, uh, probably ooh, George Carlin. He's mm. up there. Okay, that's a good one. If your yeah, li- that's a lifelong lifelong favorite, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's classic. If yeah. your life was turned into a movie, what actor would play you? Oh, I'm drawing a blank on that one. There's only two people that you pick, especially if you look like you. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> well, yeah, let, let, yeah, let's elaborate. Big strong white dude. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if I were gonna flatter myself, it would be like it would be like a uh, Chris Hemsworth or Channing Tatum. Those oh. are the two I would say oh, yeah. if the, I were if the, I were him. Those are pretty good. My yeah. wife would enjoy that one. Okay, <laughs> uh, like six more. Okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, what would you choose for your last meal? Mm, let's uh i'm pretty basic you know just probably pizza nice just basic what's the worst piece of advice somebody ever gave you um the worst piece of advice i'm drawing a blank yeah i, I couldn't really, think of that yeah, either yeah, for myself. right off the bat i have to think about that one what did you want to be when you were a child uh my dad was a chiropractor so i always wanted to be like a chiropractor until nice. i realized that uh, they're all quacks, pretty much. <laughs> if if we were to get in your car right now, what would be playing on your stereo? Oh, it'd be uh, it would be on uh, talk radio. Talk radio. Yeah. What talk radio? Uh, just uh, I listen to all of them. Okay. Yeah, all the talk radio. Um, two more. What are you most afraid of? Mm. These can these don't have to be serious answers. Uh, I mean, you gotta I don't get. Know. Because of my mine, if I were to answer that question, what are you most afraid of? I already know. I already know. It me my my worst fear uh, is something happening to my kids, like some traumatic okay. event happening. That's, That's so a good sweet. One. That's but I'll say I'll say Augie's right now, just because we're it? talking about it. It's it's the water rising instead of going down after he flushes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With contents inside. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Okay. Last one. Favorite cereal. Go. <laughs> Honey bunch of oats. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that I know that. <laughs> Did you guys see? Have you guys seen the LeBron James commercial? It's for a car. Okay. And his in the theme of the commercial is he's getting bothered by everything that's going on in the house. Right. And he has to go to his car to retreat and recline the back seats. You know what I mean? That's a whole gimmick that the back seats, the back seats recline. Okay. Yeah. What is this for? Like a phantom or something? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> But did you guys notice what cereal he was eating in the beginning? I know. Never seen the commercial, so. He's eating my favorite cereal. Which is? Fruity Pebbles. Yeah, baby. That's the right answer. That is the right answer. (laughs) No, so after actually thinking about it, you know, I was going with a bunch of votes, but have you ever tried the double chocolate crave? Oh, that fucking commercial where the 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 um there there's a chocolate inside, like a It's chocolate on the outside. And chocolate on the inside. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so the, the normal craves. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, you know. Yeah. It's 
It looks like a cracker that like eats chocolate and then he has chocolate don't inside. Be of racist, yeah, I don't bro. know, right? Just, I mean, just... But it is really good. <laughs> don't be racist. <laughs> okay. Okay, so one of the other things that I I overheard you guys talking about was House of Cards. Who watches a House of Cards here? I do. You watch House of Cards? Yeah, House of Cards. Why is were you freaking telling, amazing? Why were you telling him asking him if he watched it? Because you wanted know, to bond he, with him? Well, because he, he goes, I don't know he, if I asked him. I don't know if I asked him no, if you said you wanted to watch it. No, no you brought it up. Yeah, yeah, I brought it up. We were, we were looking at Netflix or Hulu or something, mm-hmm. and I saw a trailer last week about House of Cards, mm-hmm. and it was like intense. I wanted to watch it. No, but you never got around to it? Well, no, I don't, I don't even have Netflix or Hulu or any of that stuff. I'm pretty basic, so definitely worth watching though if you get the chance like oh, man anybody who's listening that show is amazing frank underwood the guy who uh, kevin spacey plays uh amazing is it based amazing. off of a real so dude ruthless. it's ruthless he's ruthless he he has no boundaries he only he only what? has his political ambitions and he does everything to make those happen and it's awesome <laughs> okay it almost seemed like a like what happens behind closed doors in in dc as far as like how people move up how people get the positions they get and what kind of back back room deals are made mm-hmm. to get to a certain level and the oh, backstabbing there, is it, yeah there's a there's a couple of episodes is, you know, I don't know, that that where it the focus is kind of how like the shady things you can do when like um uh the house is in session or or on break and like doing all the weird rules where you can do votes during breaks and stuff like that like they expose um some of the kind of the weird the weird things in our democracy that mm. don't make much the sense. nuances yeah. <laughs> yeah. i can't get into house of cards i can't really like uh i don't know i think it, you, i think the if trailers you're watch don't it, even attract me oh, okay. i'm basing it off a three minute trailer that i saw mm-hmm. yeah no it's it's good i think i think if you watch it you have to get to at least the first episode of the second season just get there if you don't like it after that the first episode of the second that's pretty no yeah. no no yeah, I'm a, saying I'm saying like that's a commitment yeah just get to the sixth season first yeah. episode no it's good that's a commitment it's, yeah. it, it, it's good and obviously quit it if it sucks to you before then but but if you don't think that if you think that's like man it needs a little bit more go mm-hmm. to that first se- go to that first episode of the second season it'll it'll give you're you all saying, the more you want because you're saying skip the whole first no, season. no no i'm just saying that you that you've been hearing maybe about how crazy frank underwood is okay. and his crazy doesn't get crazy till the second season uh-huh. he is he is pretty crazy and ruthless in the first season but it gets even worse in the second season another one of your favorite shows is uh fresh off the boat huh dude fresh off the boat that's an amazing show have you seen that fresh i off just the boat? saw my first episode today well the the thing that i like about that episode i mean that show is that it has all the old school jams i mean old the music good yeah that got some very good music yeah, because it's it starts out with uh with NWA like the the lead uh, character learn learning about the NWA from his older cousin. Oh yeah 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 yeah. But then his cousin comes over and he's all into Nirvana and shit and he gets all yeah. pissed off. Yeah, he's anyway, he's into grunge he's... And, and and little kids don't understand. <laughs> it's funny though, man. But it's all about what what type of people? Asian people. <laughs> it's so bad. They're Chinese people, but they're Asian. but but it's supposed to be about just Asians in general. Yeah, Which, and and assimilating into the. I heard the technical culture. term is Oriental. Yeah, <laughs> like the rug. <laughs> but who's getting hurt the most uh, with the affirmative action? I think I think I think you got the answer to this. <laughs> Who? I mean, all right. So UCLA. 
Right. The stereotype is full of Asians. Yes. Affirmative action. Now, I I haven't read into all that, but I haven't read into as much as the actual incident with UCLA and UC schools with the uh, limiting uh, Asian applicants, but. They that's are. Harsh. They that's are. Harsh. But they oh are. I've heard that too over here. I've heard that too. It's. 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 Um. They need more. I guess. Well, minority. They need more diversity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. More but, diversity right. is well, what it is. We, okay. So we did a long time ago. We talked about um a story where there was a study done on who responds to who, as far as like uh just towards inquiry for a relationship or. You know, just just a connection mm-hmm. between a, a man and a woman, and who's attracted to who the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, Asian women are the are the most are the most beloved amongst all the other races or or ethnic groups that they that they uh, broke that. <laughs> they bring into. all the pervert men together. They, yeah. they bring them all. <laughs> they unite all the perverts. And if we just want a divert, like, shouldn't we just say that? Let's just let all the Asian women in, and then. You know, that'll that. that'll bring in the talent but otherwise right what i want to know is what <laughs> what dude is most sought after <laughs> um um yeah i, I don't actually <laughs> from, what I, from what i remember from that from that thing that we had read before uh-huh. is that it for dudes it's mostly their own ethnic yeah um, group yeah, likes yeah, yeah. them mm. but more often than not girls like people outside of their own really mm-hmm Hmm, then I'm going after the wrong girl. I love that singular <laughs> anecdote you provided, not Thank fact. You. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I knew the article it was in, but we did. We did. Yeah, we, we did read a story, and it had this infographic that was oh, that based on. Interesting. I think plenty of fish. I think is what it was based on. The interactions on plenty of fish. Interesting. Pretty cool. Pretty cool study. But yeah, I mean, you definitely feel. I mean, how can you? How can you feel bad? I mean, the Asians with with affirmative action. I mean, it's essentially penalizing these people who have intact families, and they put an emphasis on education Dude. and want all of their children to be they fucking but this scientists is, and doctors and but, attorneys and like, how dare you? You can't come into this good university. There's too much of you. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. And, and that's I think that's that's you know obviously from from the white guy perspective, it's how can you fault that you cannot fault that yeah no i agree yeah i mean i mean yeah do everything you can to encourage other people to get into your university but yeah don't penalize any particular people but it definitely you know brings in the larger conversation of affirmative action and and uh, how it's applied and yeah it certainly doesn't seem fair what happens to asians though just saying (laughs) (laughs) all right so what i want to do right now is i want to go ahead and take a break and when we come back from break we'll do a little bit of the news Find us on Facebook, but if you want to be part of our conversation, you can email us your questions and comments to podcast at lnems.com or follow us on Twitter at Late Night EMS. Also, visit our website, lnems.com or latenightearlymorningshow.com. There you'll find pictures, links to our topics, and the shortcuts to subscribe to our show on your mobile devices. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. 
All right, so let's go ahead and get into the news. And now, the most breaking news of the week, handpicked from across the nation by people that hardly know what is going on. More trusted than Walter Cronkite, more credible than Laura Logan. This is the news. Bunch of dudes. I got a fart. Sorry. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say that it looked like you did that. I didn't want to bring it out on the yeah, air though. Okay. But all right. Did you guys see? Did you guys see that fucking one dude? Um, what's his name? He posted a, a picture of Aaron Hernandez, and oh, because, with Tom Brady. No, what was that one? Oh, <laughs> there was a picture of. <laughs> I saw a meme of uh, Aaron Hernandez and Tom Brady, and Aaron Hernandez is telling Tom Brady, "You want me to kill the ball deflator?" <laughs> The ball boy. The, the ball, ball boy. boy. The ball boy. <laughs> no, no. This one, uh, this dude was saying that uh, he was from the Tennessee Titans. And um, the picture <clears throat> was when he tackled Aaron Hernandez and hit him so hard that Aaron Hernandez's uh, helmet flew off. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, they talk shit back and forth to each other, right? So what the dude told Aaron Hernandez was like, uh, did that feel good or, did it with, or you know, did your mama feel that too or something like that? Right? <laughs> yeah. And um he Did your uh, mom feel that too. He said that Aaron Hernandez stood up and just said, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Little did I know what the fuck was going on. Like he was yeah. serious. He almost yeah. Yeah, he almost did it. He was a pulled the wrong card on that one. Retrospect. Like, a credible threat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wasn't shit talking, man. But uh, like in elementary school, say it's a promise. <laughs> what? Yeah, can you elaborate on that? Are you threatening me? No, it's a promise. <laughs> it's a good. It's a good way to get out of a. Uh, um, standing on the pole is what we used to do. Standing on the pole. That was our detention. Like you would have to go during recess to stand out in front of the school on one of the posts that held up the like the awning to get into the cafeteria. We used to just stand against the pole, and that's what we had to do. If we, ever got, if we ever got suspended, it was like five days on the pole. Really? Yeah. How effective was that? Because you turned out pretty screwed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say that it didn't work. <laughs> um, it sucks wasting a recess, though. Just saying. Hey, dude, speaking <laughs> of recess, I'm sorry. I know I was zoning out right there because I was looking at something to talk about. Do you guys... Okay, so you were saying this about you. How many children do you have? Officer. Two. (laughs) But? Three coming up here in a few weeks. In a few weeks? Yeah. (sighs) And they are all? Children of mine. Just kidding. They're boys. (laughs) (laughs) They're boys? I hope they're mine. Yes, they're We hope the third one is. We know the first two are. Like, they definitely look like you. Yeah. I'm so gonna pray for you. <laughs> two, but two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, just, yeah. that is true. Me. That is true. But I don't qualify to go on Maury. <laughs> you were saying that Maury. Uh, if you don't want to talk about this, just let me know, and we'll edit this out. But um, you were saying how you discipline your children. You don't hit them. Yeah. You, and what, I, what do you do to them though? I make them do exercise until okay they are exhausted to the point where they really think about their actions i like that i really yep. really like that personally me you know what i mean but have you guys when okay um your elementary school when you guys would get in trouble for messing around in class what was the punishment that that they did to you 
The Pull. <laughs> In one word, that sounds so wrong. <laughs> Someone should have I had reported. to touch the pole. I had to grab the pole. I had to hold the pole. <laughs> I had to stand against the pole. <laughs> I had to shut up while being next. Being was the it, of the pole. Was it technically the principal's pole? Oh my! Technically, god. it was. Oh my god! What did they have you do? It was nothing. It was it was simply just standing, standing the there. Pole. And if like there happened to be one of the faculty members walking by, well, you were on break and you tried to talk to one of your buddies on the other pole. Yeah, and I got got the kibosh really quick. What about you? For me, it was staying in. All right, so I would never really got like into trouble, trouble. Okay, but I just wouldn't do like my homework and all that stuff. So what they made me do was sit in recess to finish my homework. Mm-hmm. And I would sit in a tiny little room all by myself and just stare at the wall because I wasn't going to do my work anyway. So <laughs> I forget it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was so far beyond that. And, you know, I, I was the kid. My parents, you know, looked at my homework um, never and mm-hmm. they scolded me when they got my when they got my report card. So I got like three or four scoldings a year. So it wasn't too bad, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, Otherwise, you know, you're so just that's living kinda, your life. Yeah. That's so the extent I, of it. I pretty much did the minimum to graduate high school. You know, I, I was a stellar student in like 2.1 GPA. Oh, I graduated man. high school. I had to take a, Sounds like, me. like an extra class just to graduate. Um, <laughs> then I went to college and got straight A's. But uh, I think it was more because I wanted to do it, I guess. Uh, I feel like high school is pretty much prison for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I thought high school was. Really? Too. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I loved, I loved my high school years, but, but high school itself. Yeah. It's just like a, you need to check the block kind of thing yeah. in your life. For me in high school, you know, I, I went there because the girls, it, it wasn't even that it was more just a social interaction because, you know, I had this friend that, uh, you know, his parents kind of almost raised me in a sense, but and they said, you know, you go to high school get through it if you learn something even better mm-hmm. and that's kind of how i went through high school so yeah that's about right it's a good way to go through high school the way that i would fucking get in trouble is it was kind of the same thing the pole but it was the fence and oh, you uh, had the fence at a fence and it went in uh time increments so lunch was like what an hour 45 minutes yeah like we're around there right so if you got in trouble one time it was 15 minutes if you got in trouble twice 30 minutes and then if you were three you got the whole lunch on the wall and um they would blow a whistle after every 15 minutes and that wouldn't let you know that you had to it was it was your time to get off the wall you couldn't sit you had to stand and if Mm -hmm. anybody saw you sitting you got 15 more minutes and i was on that fucking wall a lot i bet you sat a lot too in between and i yeah (laughs) because because at that point it's like fucking gonna do to me like I'm, I'm i'm here the whole fucking recess yeah you can take another 15 minutes away and then when they just when they decided no we're gonna take 15 minutes away tomorrow i was like all right i'll stand <laughs> fuck it dude but dude <laughs> see but that's just, it, that's the thing it worked for someone like you but yeah. most people for most kids the people they the kids they take recess away from are the ones that need recess the most Oh yeah, to get True. to get everything out. To get everything out, yeah. I, you know, because they'd be I think, a much better I, student the second they came back. I think after schools recess. are more geared towards teaching <clears throat> girls. To towards what? Towards teaching girls. Okay. Because I think 
you know, the boys are so much more active. I think if you had an outdoor school, you know, boys would learn so much more. I think, I think, um, that like, sounds like an idea. It, it does sound like an idea. Um, but I, you know, my oldest boy, he, he is so hyper, so rambunctious. Mm-hmm. And as a punishment, they make them walk around this building if they're in trouble for recess. Mm. And, you know, I think part of the reason that my son, you know, has problems paying attention Mm -hmm. is because he doesn't get enough exercise and gets it all out. Mm -hmm. Now there's, Mm. you know, I think there are, there are other factors obviously, but you know, they're, they're, they need to change the way that, uh, that, that punishment is given. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, how would you teach math, teach math physically? I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm curious what you're thinking. Um, I'm thinking. Of, <laughs> I'm thinking of boxing. If I sock you twice and he socks you twice, <laughs> a two times two. What is that? Ouch. Four. <laughs> two times two is ouch. Two t- if you get socked four times, you probably won't know math very. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so that was the news. Already, shit. It's this one kind of went fast, didn't it? Six forty-eight. Six forty-eight. Yep. Oh shit! It's not really a late night or an early morning, but no, but we'll take it. Yeah, this is this is a <laughs> this is a run. This is one of the first revamped runs, depending on when this is aired. Um, what else was I going to talk about? I do have a lot to talk about, but let's see. Uh. Fuck. Um, you can always do up. an ask a cop moment. Anything you want to know? Gripes? What you hate about cops? Okay. Why don't you I've explain Melissa's situation and then I have that for oh. the other podcast. Oh, and have him say something about or, it. Or like what? Tell me. No, just about what you do if someone if someone does all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of questions that I have. Like how? What? Do you, why don't you just go into like how much trouble could I have gotten in if I <laughs> did? If, if I had gotten caught doing X? <laughs> think of all the stupid things you did as a child. No, I'm trying to uh, <laughs> pinpoint one. So, have you? Ha- obviously, you've had to um, transport prisoners. Sure. Daily, almost. Daily. Daily. Yeah. Has one ever almost gotten away or gotten out of their handcuffs or snuck a, a weapon in the back or tried anything? Oh, sure. A lot of the times, you know, the more flexible people will, what they call slipping cuffs. Mm-hmm. So their hands will be behind their back and then they'll move their arms underneath their legs and put their hands in front of them. And then, you know, it's more of just a way that they can wiggle in the back seat or kick kick the windows and... I've had a bunch of crazy people where their heads end up where your feet are supposed to be, and they're kicking, <laughs> and they're kicking the back the, window. Oh no! Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a, I got one of my friends that works in the Coast Guard, and he was, um, he was doing a ride along, and uh, he was transporting a prisoner from our hometown, Ridley, to Fresno, and halfway through, um, he, the guy that they were transporting, had smuggled a gun in his um, prison purse. 
and uh, <clears throat> pulled it out of there and shot him in the neck. And the bullet went through his neck and it was too close to his spine to get removed. So he still has a bullet in there. Did he sign the ride-along waiver before he went on? I'm I don't sure. know. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> I bet he did. Is that such a thing? There is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You sign a waiver basically saying that uh, you can get hurt. and Or die. Uh, or die, and they are <laughs> waiving li- you are waiving liability. Um, I'm sure there's some due regard section in there where you know the officer has to have due regard for the safety of a ride-along. But... Uh, you know, it's pretty hard to keister a gun, but uh, you definitely want to you definitely want to search them thoroughly <laughs> before you, you put them in the back if, of your if car. If you can yep. stick a gun up there, I don't think that's the first time you've done that. Uh, I would say no, but you know, can you keister a whole gun or maybe just the barrel? Uh, I don't know. You know, it was someone. <clears throat> yeah, so that really comes down to the officer who put the officer who drives that car Mm -hmm. it is your responsibility to make sure that that person doesn't have a weapon because you know a lot of people most people their interaction with police is at a traffic stop or speeding or something like that the vast majority of a cop's day is dealing with the bottom five percent of society and most people don't understand what that actually entails so you know if they it's, see, it's not even for bad things all the time right like isn't it sometimes just for like the the safety of like the a specific person and like the conditions that they're living in or what do you mean i have a question go ahead like maybe you got some like maybe you have somebody who um is causing complaints to his neighbors because of like bugs coming to their house and stuff and bugs? like bugs yeah, I'm just saying this because on because one time on I cop, usually evaluate cops, those people for mental health issues yeah. because they think that bugs are, are crawling cold? all over them. And, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, no, 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 I mean, I mean, like people get like the government like spying on them. You can get multiple complaints yeah. from around one house that like, hey, there's like a lot of bugs coming from here, or there's like rodents coming from this this house and stuff, and then like maybe police would need to go in and like check on the safety of the guy, see if the guy's oh, there alive, alive yeah, yeah, yeah. not just dead in his apartment. I like, thought that you were saying stuff, like, that they had like termites. I was like, so call yeah. Orkin, dude. No, like that's just one. That's just one scenario I could think of in my head. But like, just like, yeah, yeah you know, it's true. it's for the for the public, for to the service of the public, right? Right, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, why is it that we get tickets if we don't wear our seatbelt? Because the great state of California says that you must but i don't know how do you feel about wearing seatbelts i don't i wear them because i've been i've you know a few times had or twice yeah i've twice had a seatbelt help me out quite a bit well this is the thing i mean is it smart to wear a seatbelt yes is it smart to wear a helmet when you're riding a motorcycle yes yes are they is it it's, smart to do many of these things? Yeah. Yes. I'm not saying that it's not smart. I'm saying that why are you going to ticket me if I'm not doing it? Well, like, that's the thing. You know, uh, You know, from a libertarian perspective, which is where I pretty much mm-hmm. am, is you have the right to do to yourself whatever you want as long as you're not harming anybody else. Right. So Thomas Jefferson, as long as you're not picking my pocket or breaking my leg, doesn't bother me. No. So that's that's kind of the perspective that I come from. And it, for me, it's you know it's almost drugs at the same time. You know, if you want to smoke meth until, you know, you're digging mine holes out of the asphalt in the middle of the freeway, which I've seen before, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, that's your prerogative. 
I mean, it <laughs> takes resources to deal with that person after they've, you know, completely fried their brain. Yeah. But, you know, we all, we all have uh, free will yeah. you know, to make choices. As long as you're not harming anybody else, I don't, I don't have a huge problem with it. And I think they're, those are on the uh, smaller ends of, of the uh, criminal justice system. It must get somewhat depressing, or you might get numb to it if you constantly have to deal with the bottom 5% of the community. And you kind of think that that's how everybody is. And it's just like, fuck, dude. Why do people got to be fucked up to each other? Just be normal, man. Shit. Well, they call that, like, cops being jaded. So, you know, you a lot of times people run into angry cops. And I work with these people, too. You know, just the person that wakes up angry, goes to work angry. You know, deals angrily with people and then goes home and is just angry all day, all night. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think the person you are before you're, you're, you become a cop will really translate into, um, you know, what kind of cop you'll be because it's really easy to get jaded. You deal with these people, you know, who are, I mean, generation after generation, just deplorable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about great-grandmothers who you know say they wouldn't snitch on their great grandbaby uh you know i had a kid in the back of my car well snitches i mean bitches get <clears throat> snitches get stitches <laughs> something bitches along those lines stitches get snitches. <laughs> i had a 14 year old in the back of my car he had three felony armed robbery warrants what and <clears throat> great grand great grandma comes to the car window and says hey baby i just want to let you know Grandmama didn't call the police on you. I would never do that to you, baby. So mm-hmm. if if that's a sign of, you know, culture and gener and the generations uh, of how, um, how, like deceit and it's, it's just it's ilk. It's ilk of society. Mm-hmm. It's it's disgusting to see day in and day out. And when you look at when you look at you know how how when you see it all day, it gets tiring. So oh, I'm sure. that jaded cop mentality, I can see how it happens, but you always have to constantly <laughs> remind yourself that, you know, that's why you're out there doing what you do. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, one, one question is, uh, is there as much respect to way gang respect as you would believe from watching the shield? I have not <laughs> seen the shield. What? <laughs> But you always treat you always treat people with respect because, you know, no matter what, as long as you treat people with respect, they will most likely treat you with respect. Whether no matter what they did, especially, you know, if you're living if you're working on really dangerous streets and dangerous parts of town, respect goes a long way because people remember your face, remember your name. Mm. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for being on, brother. Thank you for sharing your stories. Appreciate and thank, it. And thank you for being a stand-up officer. Yes, sir. All right. So what I want to do right now is I want to go ahead and end the podcast. I want to say thank you to my cousin and co-host, Isaiah Pacheco. I feel safe now. And I want to say uh, <laughs> thank you to the officer that everyone likes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Augie Lopez. And I am saying good journey. Good journey.